In this episode of Coronavirus Plus, we identify the worst high chair ever. We get all fancy with appetizers. Despite evidence to the contrary, we don't eat asparagus and then gather around the family toilet for sniff tests. Welcome to Sorta Awesome Plus. It is a collection of unscripted and barely edited conversations about things that may or may not matter but that are often quite entertaining and sometimes mildly offensive. This content is shared in bulk with the Sorta Awesome superstars and occasionally with the rest of the awesome community. In this way, it is much like Sorta Awesome's weird uncle. We're cautious about which friends we let meet him, but we can't prevent him from showing up at family events. Hello and good day. It's a good day to you and to the general listening public. So you just lump me in with everybody else? That's how. I mean, I guess the first, it's initially and primarily to you. Okay. So she has no respect for the rest of you. (laughs) Which is it? You're feeling surly already. It's like the middle of the day. Maybe I am. No, I'm not. Okay. Well, a couple of things. First of all, we have to tell the story of an amazing, awesome, who is a superstar. Is that first, though? We do need to tell that story. But is that first? Where are we? What's happening right now? I wanted to tell this story, and then we're going to talk about the story of something delicious you made today. Okay. Okay? It's backwards. Way to produce yourself. (laughs) I'm going to be out on the back porch firing myself. (laughs) Do you want to start over? No. It's too late now. I came into this unproduced. No one told me what to do. I knew one thing I was going to say, though. Mm-hmm. And then you were just like, me, my way, doing it my way. Yes. All right. I serve with the pleasure of the president. Queen. <laughs> so, a couple of days ago, the newest episode of Sorta Awesome, you may have heard of it, it's a weekly podcast for women. It dropped, and... I follow a lot of things that are primarily for women. One the thing that you have started doing that is very humbling to me and also makes me feel a little self-conscious is you've started listening to the full episodes of Sword Awesome. I have. So you know that towards the end of this most recent episode, when Kelly and I were talking about our good splurges and our bad splurges... That I had purchased a high chair for Nico because I thought it looked so cute online. Mm-hmm. Not even cute. It was just like, I thought, okay. If you're Norwegian, yeah. it's perfect. Maybe. I don't know. If you like. No slam against the Norwegians. No. The Norweeds. Which is it? <laughs> I don't think that's it. Neither plants nor weeds. Right. I don't know. I just thought it had a beautiful minimalistic aesthetic to it. I don't like. Big, bright colors on baby things. Yeah. I'm just more... I'm looking at it right now across the room. Yeah. And... It's real simple. It Well, Not yes and no. What you're saying from a color and decor perspective is true. But... And I'm no engineer. But from an engineering perspective, that thing looks like a disaster waiting to happen. Well, that's partially because I put it together. And no. Not great. Trust me. It's it's a design flaw. I'm looking at it right now, and one of the legs, there's no, like, think about a bar stool. 
right? And yeah. how it's got the the lower supportive right. thing between the legs. Yeah, none of that on this deal. And the legs also aren't a solid piece top to bottom. They're two pieces oddly, insecurely, disastrously bolted together. So one of the legs is doing a... <laughs> Making a weird, I don't like it. it How, did. And baby, baby Nico is not a small, no. lightweight infant. No, he is not. He is thick. <laughs> yes. I might even say he's a thick ass boy. <laughs> okay. There you go. TikTok. Okay. So, yes, I complained at length on Sort of Awesome about how I had splurged on this high chair because I thought it was really pretty. What did you spend? It was like, oh. $140. Wow. This was not a purchase that was run by me. Not yeah. that we require co-spouse approval on all no, things. No, and I had, wow. I had a bunch of Amazon gift card credit from... Doesn't matter. It's still money. Stuff. That's I, the trap. Yes. Listen. 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 Three times listen. I listen. I have been under the wrong impression all along that that was like a... $37 thing. If it were, it'd be like, hey, yeah, you know. That's why you, I'm so mad about it, Kyle. Did use you Use it a day, throw it away. That's fine. But... Did you hear my ire come through? I'm so mad because it was <sighs> expensive for a it high was chair. Expensive. I'm so mad about for it. For $100, okay. we could hire someone just to hold Nico. Okay. So I'm really mad about it. and I Me too now. Get, thank you. Some bull. Okay. Another word. So I shared that on the show. Within hours, within hours of listening to that episode, my friend Grace, who is an awesome and a superstar, who was on the show last summer on the episode, one of our top episodes of the year, Overcoming Imposter Syndrome, texted me and was like, hey, listen, I have two hydras because... Grace is the one that has a boy and then three triplet boys. Well, three is the redundant part. She has triplet boys. So four boys all told. Five triplets? <laughs> three triplets would be nine kids, that's, right? That's Oklahoma math for you. Yeah. Some Oklahoma gazintas. Um, that's a deep cut to uh, yeah. the Beverly Hillbillies. Most of people won't know what that is. No. Um, anyway, Grace was like, I have a couple of high chairs that are basically brand new. No one's using them. Can I bring one to you? I'll send you pictures here in a little bit. So they were, had been at her parents' house and she went over, took pictures, asked which one I might like. And I was like, I think this one would work better for us. So again, not just barely 24 hours after that episode had dropped, Grace had brought over to our front porch. In was, the rain. Yeah. She, in the rain. She lives here in Oklahoma City area. I won't dox you, Grace. I won't tell you exactly where you live. <laughs> it's a 1422 <laughs> Southwest. Um, but she dropped off a new, basically new high chair for Nico so that we can get rid of the overpriced crap OLED that I had purchased. Yeah, I'm going to throw a rope on it and drag it behind my pickup. <laughs> Just up and down the road, not going anywhere, just dragging it. So that was really, really so awesome of Grace. And another reason I need to call this out, not just because of her awesomeness, but Grace, like me, is an ENFP and also an Enneagram 9. We are not known for taking quick action on things. We are known for having good ideas and never following through. Which is different than good ideals. It is different. Thank you. Thank you for clarifying. 
but she took action on it immediately, had a basically new hair, hair chair? A new haircut. <laughs> she got back. a new haircut and then came over with a new hair chair. It's Grace, a chair made of hair. Grace, your next haircut's on us. <laughs> I'll do it for you. You've seen Max pictures. Um, anyway, it was so awesome. Thank you again, Grace. I know I told you thank you um, personally, but this is very kind. And I'll tell you this much too. It is not my imagination. Nico is such a fusser in that old Norwegian inspired chair. This one, I now mean, it's, just, it's got some cushy padding to it. He's just in it and just happy as can be. So as happy as he can be. As happy as he can be. He's a little bit of a fester. He's quite the disgruntled employee. Yes, yes, yes. So that's my story, and I'm thank you, thankful, and thank you, Grace. Yes, thank you, Grace. All right. Now on to the story of deliciousness. Deliciousness. That so we just ate. In the paradox of time, it is Sunday right now, mm-hmm. which is the day that we feast. That's right. And I like to sometimes... Experiment in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of the episode. <laughs> Welcome to Sorta Awesome Plus. Yes, and thankfully you do like to experiment because some very happy results come out of those experiments. Okay, okay. And that's the end of the episode. <laughs> Welcome to Sorta Awesome Plus. Right? You want me to get up and do the thing? Push the button? No. No? No. Where are we going? We're going to Flavor Town, and I mean that literally. Kyle came home from the grocery store laden with bags of groceries, and inside were some salad shrimp, some various vegetables, some mayonnaise, some stone ground mustard, sour cream. Sour cream was in there. Seasonings, yep. stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, so at this point, because of familiarity of repetition, the steaks aren't that tough to do. That's a pretty straightforward gig. Right. Um, We have been just purchasing a store-made dessert. Yes. Those have been solid enough to keep doing that for the time being, Mm -hmm. which leaves us at the appetizer. And while I'm, I'm a big fan of, yes, Experiment. Have a backup plan in place just in case, because not all experiments end tasty. I was going to say well, but they don't all end tasty. It's always a good experiment, period, if you've experimented, because you know something going forward. Okay. Whether or not you should have repeated again, or if you should, but with alteration, or if it was fine as is. Right. That's fair. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a valid learning experience. Yeah. So. We got the the salad shrimps, which are the small ones, and made. This was literally spur of the moment. I pulled off in a side aisle and pulled up the Goog, and did some searching through multiple recipes because I had decided I want to make shrimp salad, not like a salad with shrimp in it, but shrimp salad like chicken salad, like tuna crab salad. salad, tuna salad, whatever, but with shrimp. And so we did that. And it was tasty. It was good. Now, we had some backup. We had some sun-dried tomatoes and some type of a herb-seasoned goat cheese and things, just in case that was no good, to serve, in either case, on top of a little pieces of skillet-toasted bread, which yeah. is delightful. Yes. 
And it turned out all right. Yep, it was delicious. Do we want to talk through what you put in there? Do you want to put the it recipe won't, it in won't the be, show We can do something there. I don't know. Maybe you need to write a, a Patreon blog post. Blog post. And just throw the recipe in there because we didn't video this like we've done some of the feast things right. in the past. Right, we did it. To overlay stuff. But yeah, basically, so the shrimp are pre-cooked. And I did, was like four strips of bacon chopped up in the skillet to get some bacon fat going in there. Threw the shrimp in there just to kind of flash fry it to soak up the bacon grease, which is always delightful. Mm -hmm. Shrimp and bacon are good friends. They're very, the close friends. They're cousins. They are. Well, yes. <laughs> the shrimp is the pig of the sea. I don't know. <laughs> if you think about it. And that might be true. They are, Aren't shrimps kind of scavenger? I think so. I think so. Or am I thinking of catfish? Well, catfish are as well. All it is seemingly we love to eat the scavengers. We love catfish, shrimp. We love lobster, which is the cockroach of the sea. We also love crawdads, which are the the <laughs> cockroach of the sea of the land. Of the drainage ditches the drainage up behind ditch. the house, like yeah. yeah. So that tends to be a. We tend to like that type of trash. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we did that just to get some flavor embedded into the shrimp. Did for texture, some celery, some green onion, um, a little bit of sweet onion as well in there. Now, from some forays into Latino food, we've learned the magic of mixing mayonnaise and sour cream together, mm -hmm. which may Delightful. sound weird and all that, but it's actually... Mm -hmm. It's so really good. good. Yeah, that, a bunch of seasonings. Uh, what? As you say, if you've ever had fish tacos, well, legit yeah. fish tacos, yeah. and you've had a mayo sour cream sauce for sure. Because anything taco comes from yeah. Latin influence. And yes. that's, they probably came about it from an effort to stretch yeah. one of the two ingredients or something, or just that's, they had it's enough of each of the two, but it, it's good. It's good. It works. Yeah. And so, yeah, did all that. It was delightful. This toasted random, I don't even know what kind of bread that was. Um, we, we traditionally prefer a skillet toasted baguette. This was not that. It wasn't a baguette. It was, but it was just like a long, it wasn't a crusty loaf. It was more just like. Yeah, a very poorly made loaf. It's just that, a but. long bakery loaf, white bread. Baker dropped a loaf. <laughs> this is what it looks like toasted. Well, that's one of the versions, yes. It's good. And yeah, we ate a bunch of that. And so now we're on the interim where the kids and the dogs and all of that are out back. You maybe have seen them. My sister, Emily, who is a superstar, had texted that she liked seeing the kids playing yeah. outside. And I was like, oh man, I didn't realize how much you could oh, yeah. see out there. So. Oh yeah, they're back there. <laughs> it's maybe everybody, because your sister is one of the people who've had to deal with kids because she's a teacher. And there's some pleasure in seeing, yeah, kids are still kids in the mayhem that they bring to the table, except that here's a moment of respite. You can see it, but you can't hear it, and that's peace enough. Yes, it is. And it's good to know that even in this screen slash entertainment-driven age, that kids can and will still go outside and just make up games and yeah. run and play and find turtles in the yard, which our kids did this morning. Yeah, and in the middle of Oklahoma City, a turtle of all things. Oh, yeah. Which Nothing. shouldn't be that big of a surprise since we also have the 
dirty ass opossum running around out there. You know, I think he pooped I, in my garage. He has pooped in the garage for sure. Oh, it's still there. I won't touch it. I don't like that. But you want me to touch it? No. Let me go get. Why? Give me one of those pieces of toasted bread. <laughs> Ever since I talked about You're him, disgusting. <laughs> Ever since I talked about him on the video, I have not seen him with my own eyes again. And now I feel bad because as our superstars have informed us, they're good at tick control. We got a lot yeah. of creatures out there that don't need ticks up on him. I don't feel bad. I'd rather pull ticks off of a dog than deal with an opossum. Really? Yep. I had no idea. Hmm. All right. Well, I'm going to go ponder that for a while while you... Uh, Fix up some steaks. Oh, so now you're producing me into the kitchen? Mm-hmm. Steaks and asparagus so that Kyle has stinky pee and I do not. Who? Oh, my gosh. How can you not smell asparagus pee? This is a hilarious way that we're different. This My whole life I'd heard about how asparagus makes your pee stink, and I thought it was an urban legend because I have never smelled stinky pee from asparagus or otherwise, unless you're like really ill and you had, are dehydrated, but I've never smelled stinky urine. Kyle, immediately, the first time we ever ate asparagus, he's like, well, this will make my pee stink later, but it's worth it. And we found out at some point that there is some kind of genetic- This is your the claim, it's the claim. I don't know that we found anything out. This is your stance and claim is that it's a genetic thing. It's not my claim. This is science. Okay. Science says yeah, science. that there are some people for whom asparagus, you can smell that asparagus smell. You say it smells like what? It smells like burning tires or burning burnt tires. tires. Yep. I... And I would know. Okay. I burn tires regularly on the reg. Okay, small town. If you've never roasted hot dogs over a burning tire... <laughs> And how can you claim you've experienced Christmas? <laughs> You're not from a small town in Oklahoma. Don't don't ever try that. No. It's toxic. It is. It's bad for you. Anyway, I've never smelled... Not that hot dogs are good for you. <laughs> it's worse for you yeah. than if you traditionally cook them. It's like carcinogen plus. Yes. Um, which is kind of like sort of awesome plus. Right. It's an extra carcinogen in your life. That's right. There we go. All of that to say, I have never smelled any off-putting smell or any different smell at all due to having asparagus. So this is... But some of our children can and some can't. Isn't that so weird? Well, no. I feel like it's a matter of who pays attention to things in life. Okay. I don't think it's science. That's wrong. I think it's psychology. You're wrong. You're anti-science okay. and anti-psychology, apparently. Well, and... Before you know it, I'll be an anti-vaxxer <laughs> and all the other anti-things. You're still a pro-masker for the time being, but no, you're, not. you're teetering. I'm not You might pro. become an anti-masker. I'm not pro. I'm a surrendered masker. Oh, that's good. That's a good distinction. I literally flipped a coin today before I went into the store to see if I'd wear the mask or not. I hate it. I hate it. You got some... Well, yeah. It, it, you got a situation. It interferes with... Beard sitch. Other Kyle. I don't like it. And I'm not sure, like like most science, if you want to be a science fan, that's your thing. But if you want to be a science fan, most science says it doesn't help you, it helps other people. Uh, yes, and there's so many exactly other right. people 
that aren't wearing masks, it's like, why in the hell am I helping you then? Because you're a, a good citizen who puts no. their carts away at the no. grocery store. That's different. Why is it? It's actually more important than putting your cart away at the grocery you know, store. Carts are less about citizenship and more about, do, do you want another civil war? Is that what you're after? I'd reject that. You know in your heart the reason you put carts away is because it's the right thing to do. You're a good citizen. I'm no, the lazy one who doesn't listen, put them away, but I didn't wear my mask. Listen, no one confuses my name with good citizenship anywhere. This is a scientific fact. You say that. You like to be all like, I'm independent. I'm a rebel. But when it comes down to it, you do the right thing. You think so? I know so. Okay, well. I don't agree. Now go put your mask on and cook me a steak. I'm, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna make you eat your steak through a mask. I can taste the juices, but I can't get the swallowing part down. Okay. You're drunk. I'm not drunk. You it's must the be. Middle of the day. All right. That's never stopped an Irish. I was, gonna say, I was gonna say convicted person, but then it defaulted to convict, which feels even more right. That's never stopped an Irish convict. Well, you got me there. Okay. All right. I We've guess drawled this out. Mm-hmm. Make sure you have you could probably cut like 15 minutes. <laughs> I could. But guess what? I won't. Okay, you guys, we'll see you next time. All right. Goodbye. 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 Some research suggests that only those with variations in the genes responsible for detecting smell can get a whiff of the strange scent of asparagus PP. So glad that we can commit our time and resources to something so critical. It would be a shame to waste those same resources on something trivial. By the way, science, how's that coronavirus research coming along?